Welcome back from the gulf of uh, un unplanned hiatuses. Uh, my name is Trevor Strunk, uh, and I'm with uh, someone who also was on an unplanned hiatus with me, though not in the same pit, uh, <laughs> Mr. John Bernhard. Hello. Hey, what's up, Trevor? Uh, not too much. Uh, um, mainly, uh, people have been telling me that Stephen A. Smith has said my tweet. That's yeah, my, that was, my uh, you spoke that into reality. I know it's Sound it's like delay. the secret, but the secret takes about six years, seven yep. maybe, and required just a bizarre, bizarre yeah. anti-Semitism controversy in the NFL. Oh, I mean, this is uh, like this is a real monkey's paw situation for yeah. me. I think I don't think we would have gotten here without Trump. I don't think we. I mean, it's just a lot. They wouldn't have gotten here without COVID. It's just a real big deal without George Floyd. So I feel oh. kind of bad about causing all of those. So sorry. <laughs> sorry about all the things that happened uh, because I tweeted once. Yeah. Well, now now we're going to see the, the coward's tweet uh, get spoken <laughs> into reality. I think oh, no. Pop I, that's, that's not going to be good. <laughs> no. That's going to be much worse. It's going to be someone being executed or something and saying that before they have to drink poison. <sighs> yeah. Uh, we are in, uh, we're recording get, this on the 9th of July. Get the humor out early. <laughs> it is, we are in the doldrums of, uh, summer, of this insane quarantine, of all kinds of bullshit. A taco truck just opened up nearby my house, though. Oh, really? Um, That's yeah. nice. That's quarantine uh, friendly in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's like $4 for 10 tacos. Ooh. They're like real uh, taqueria class tacos um i got them today and they like they gave me yeah i, I feel it feels shameful saying this but they gave me like too much carni too many carnitas in the tacos nice. no that's like good. they were bursting did like, they know I who couldn't you were finish yeah they well they I, knew I you were finish. like a big twitter voice yeah yeah that, it was it was entirely <laughs> preferential treatment i like literally couldn't finish all of them i've, I've still got one sitting over there wow um, so this is a big plug you have to name the cart now that's that's quid pro quo yeah. What um, were they called? Uh, Taqueria Los Primos, I think, is what there they're calling go. themselves. And in, uh, yeah. in an undisclosed neighborhood in, in uh, Maryland. It's literally just set up in the parking lot of the gas station down the street. Nice. Um, That's great. I assume because, obviously, I, I think they have, a, they have a, a regular store that obviously they can't have open for customers right now. Sure. Uh, so they they got. Uh, out, so you're yeah. one of those virgin states. We're, we're the Chad states that can have uh, restaurants open. Yeah, um, it's going great. <laughs> I'm out of jokes for quarantine. Okay, I'm just, cool. I'm just let's get to the serious know, stuff. Angry. Um, yeah. All right. Cause, so cause life is not all fun and games right now in no, a lot of video games. In uh, fact, I would go so far as to say life is not even mostly fun in games uh, we've put off recording this episode for about a week um <laughs> and during that week uh, we already knew the story the big story of this episode was going to be the um smash accusations community. well we didn't even know at the, it would be the smash community when we started this mm -hmm. when we started this was ubisoft right and um and twitch uh, some and a couple Twitch streamers and since then uh, we're of course speaking about the the massive 
ongoing revelations about uh, abuse, harassment, rape uh, in the video game community, both and in terms of the industry that makes it and mm -hmm. the streamers that perform it. Primarily, um, like, the, the big conversation has been about people in the fighting game scene just because yep. of the repercussions that have come from it. But, yeah, it has been... It has been quite a week for, I mean, a couple of weeks. Honestly, like, it was one of those things where if we were planning on recording and one of us was tired, it was like, well, this isn't good to, to record when we're tired. You have to you have to actually do, like, good critique on this. This this can't be lazy. Um, but yeah. unfortunately, it turns out there's no good time to actually do this podcast. No. Um, it just kind of is a, it's a rough one. Yep, and it's, uh, I mean, it's still going on. It's still, there's oh, more yeah, stuff still over. coming out. Yeah. Like, uh, I went to add, we have a, a planning document, obviously, that we put stuff in that we're going to talk about on the show. And uh, I've been going through it um, daily, sort of just looking for something to add to it that isn't um, about this, because we want to have other stuff on the show as well. And it's all, all of it is like, Last of Us 2 place filler stuff, which obviously we don't want to talk about because yeah, we're not, we don't play that game. Uh, or, uh, stuff I know a couple this. people who have. I'll have them on the show to talk about it. We don't have to talk about yeah. that. Like, like, uh, or, like th this just an hour ago on Kotaku, over 50 sexual misconduct allegations have the Super Smash Brothers community in turmoil. 50. Uh, we, we, don't, we don't have time to even <sighs> go through all of them in just the Smash Brothers community, right. let alone to get to all the people who have been kicked off and banned from Twitch. Let alone to get to the, like the senior directors at Ubisoft and, um, well, I mean, yeah, there's like there's it, it. It truly has been like, and and like look like the the other thing is a podcast with two white guys, uh, two like cis het white guys, uh, is that's not the place for you to to like get your news about this. Yeah. Let me let me be clear, um, you know, I would say like probably you're better off going if you want like a serious take on this you're better off going back and listening to the podcast with dia um where we kind of presciently talked about some of this stuff um although prescient is a is unreasonable because it's just always been going on yeah. but i would go back there that would be a better place for actual sort of like news and views that you could learn from um that said uh i mean it's news we got to cover it so like i think I mean, the first place to, to to start is to say exactly what you said, which is like we can't cover it all, right? Like, there's going to be stuff we leave out, particularly as concerns like the individuals in the Smash and Twitch communities, because I don't know if you're like me, John, but I don't know a lot about um, the Smash and uh, Twitch communities. No, I mean I don't. Not really. No, I mean I don't follow Smash. I don't own the games anymore. I don't. Um... Uh, certainly don't follow the scene. I it's just you know I I I follow people who do, and it seems very like like it's everyone, like every single big name in that community seems yeah. to be part of and, this in some way. And it, it 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 like I saw someone say it was like Epstein. I I don't I think that's a little. Um, well, it's a silly comparison. It's sensationalist, and so, but like, I don't say it's sensationalist to let them off the hook. I say it's sensationalist because, like, don't don't think like it's a fun, like, interesting story but, uh, um, because, like, you it, it reminds you of True Anon or whatever. Like, it well, it is not, not that it's fun. just functionally different. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's so it's so different. Like, it's like, it's Epstein. Learning anything about Epstein is absolutely gut wrenching. 
in one way. This is absolutely gut-wrenching in another way, which is to say it's like just people constantly grooming other people uh, because they are big in a scene and the other person is 13 and like doesn't know how anything works. And it's just like... Well, it's a clusterfuck. No one has any boundaries. No one has any understanding of consent. No and one it just repeated to. over and over and yeah. over again. It was, and it's, you know, like the most recent one. It's uh, is the accusation for Trump today is a is a twenty four year old woman um, grooming a fourteen year old boy. Um, the other allegations have been usually it's it's someone in their twenties with someone in their teens has been yeah sixteen or younger typically go. yeah. Um, and it's it's been it's been across many different ways. It's been uh, men grooming boys, women grooming boys, boys grooming girls. It is like it is it is truly just like when when John and I say like it is seems like it's everyone. It truly is just like it feels like the Smash community just laid out seventy five percent of its members and said like okay, uh, we're gonna expose set, like we're finally not we're finally gonna stop being quiet about these seventy five percent of our scene that is um, you know like terrible. The FIBA files or whatever. Yeah, and I mean, I I'd say I'm shocked but not surprised if that makes sense. It does. Like the allegations, each allegation um, is you know shocking. Uh, I I don't want to even say unbelievable. It's this is all perfectly believable. The uh, unbelievable part right. or the shocking part to me is the um, amount, right? Like yeah. just the sheer quantity. Um, you know, the people I've known in the Smash scene have been few and far between. Like, I'm friends with Phil Nolan, who uh, is a, a good and decent guy, uh, as far as I know, uh, from all of Phil's uh, interactions and people who have interacted with Phil. I, I, he's a friend of mine. Um, but that's it. Like, I don't, I don't know anything about the scene. And it's like, it's cloistered. It's very, very... It's elite in the way that only... Elitist, excuse me. Elitist and closed off in only the way that, like a scene that requires for one of its games well a scene that is a smash brothers scene that spans over four or five games depending on what you're thinking Mm -hmm. and then also uh one that you need a crt tv and a functioning gamecube controller to play or a specifically non-functioning game uh Uh, yeah exactly like it it is the 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 cost of entry or the the sort of like like not even cost like the the kind of like level of uh, it's a neat it's a niche hobby within a niche hobby yeah exactly and so like smash rooms at fighting game conventions even if it's like smash is the big thing there are like separate from the others so it, it feels like this kind of like weird cloister and to have it explode like this and to find out what's going on in the cloister is this is just like it's really dark yeah um and like, what do you do? How do, how do you move forward from this? Well, the, does the entire community just take a couple years off? Like, <laughs> I mean, Nintendo doesn't have to do anything because Nintendo. No, Nintendo's never at, actually really even like tolerated these people. They've never acknowledged. Yeah, I mean, um, it, tolerate is one thing. They've never even really acknowledged the yeah. Smash community. I mean, it's like this is this is um, an offshoot of fandom for them that they. Uh, they don't have to worry about so like if you're expecting a statement from nintendo it would be kind of the equivalent of expecting a statement from sony about uh the accusations at naughty dog like it, it's just like it doesn't quite it doesn't quite 
lineup. Like, well, it, I mean, it, even, no even Sony, at least, uh, they share PR people with Naughty Dog and have a business mm. relationship with the Oh, good point. Here. So it's even closer. Maybe maybe right. more like Sony, if, if like there was a... Oh, actually, we'll talk about it later. The Evo scandal. It would be like if uh, if uh, uh, Sony was, was acknowledging that because Mortal Kombat 10 and Tekken 6 are playable on, you know, PlayStation 4. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, this is just, this community has been doing its own thing, and now it has done its own thing to itself. And, and, and good. I, I, I mean, think let, me, let me be clear. Good that these people are speaking out. Yeah. Um, and like I, and I mean, important. the things that they've done to themselves, I mean, and, and you have to be able to talk about it like the community as a whole, because look uh, how many people have been implicated. Oh, I mean, like, look, it like, is... It's, if you're Jesus. if you're freaking out about it being like oh it's not the whole community, I, like I don't I don't know what to tell you at that point. Like it is, it it, it is like that. Then, then I deeply deeply suspect you, right? Like yeah. if you it, it's one of those things. Like if you're saying like oh you know it's not all men or something like that. Like truly, that's it, right? Like that's <laughs> and that's you it. know and. Like the thing about there, there's there's no there's no like usually when we have one of these the um, the proposed solution is for the people in charge, you know, go in, shut it down. We get better people in charge. We get more women and people of color at the top, and you know, is, it's yeah. not like women and people of color in this scene in this particular Smash scene are you know have their hands clean. Exactly, like it's and everyone. Also, yeah, it, no, that's right, and it's also. I mean, it truly is a, it, it's such a, like, cobbled together scene. It, in many ways, it sort of is like the chaz of video games in that, like, if you were to point to, like, much like people trying to sort of, like, think about the 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 fallout from chaz, um, the the uh, anarchist uh, group in, uh, in, like, occupation in Seattle, mm-hmm. like, trying to figure out the out- aftermath of that, the, the two the two kids they, they killed, and the way that the whole thing got shut down in, in the midst of anything positive about it, like, you know, th- it's so hard to, to figure out what to say about it, because, like, I don't know, who was in charge? Who, 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 who did anything? Were they, yeah. were they supposed to be in charge? And, like, Smash is that way, too, where it's like, well, who who in the smash community should have been saying hey stop cuz like it's not clear what the power dynamics are there uh in in a way that would make sense even in like the fairly cobbled together communities of your you know your um your street fighter communities or whatever mm-hmm. right like at least in street fighter you could be like well like alex valle should have said something as like a leader in that community not that I'm not implicating Alex Vaya. I don't, I don't know anything that he didn't know. Like that's, that's a pure example, but like, you know, you could say that in smash. I mean, with it, I don't know. There's, there's I, there's just well, not one enough assumes of those, those people are there. And one assumes there are community leaders there respect that we, we ourselves, the two people speaking, don't I know, know you're right. Yeah. The names of, but it's also clear that those people failed and yeah, all of their yeah. responsibilities. Uh, and yeah. to be honest, like, crowdsourcing an appointment of responsibility like that is insane to begin with. Like, not oh, smart. Yeah, suddenly, not suddenly you've, you've got enough, like, you passed a certain threshold of viewers, now you have to be the one going around and, like, <laughs> poking your nose into everyone's business and asking how old that kid is and, you know, yeah, doing I guess that that's, stuff. What's, I guess that's why Valle makes sense to me, like, in Street Fighter, because, like, in Street Fighter and a lot of these, these games, there's someone in there who, at a certain point in time, was like, oh, hey, like, you know, when there were, like, when it was on arcade boxes or whatever, like, people were like, hey, like, let's make a scene out of this. Like, and, and they sort of had to figure out how the scene worked. And, like, 
you know, a lot of this, like a lot of the abuse in um, in fighting game scenes recently, has been reminding me of abuse in uh, punk scenes, where like you know, uh, people don't say anything because like the the people who are doing the abuse are like fun or popular or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but good scenes, uh, you know, in in particular cities or whatever, have someone who was like fundamental to the scene calling people out over this stuff and like i don't necessarily the smash scene came together so quickly because of the success of smash and then also like so fractiously because nintendo doesn't care at all about them (laughs) that like i feel i feel that's like structurally something that wasn't quite there like that kind of like ownership of the scene well it's gonna have to be there now um because or or the scene just dies or Smash yeah. becomes, like, a thing you don't see it. Which, let's be clear. It already um, wasn't. It was already that, it was, that, like, thing that was happening in that room off to the side that was unsanctioned. Yeah. No, no. It was all, always sanctioned. It um, was just, like, yeah. it was but just It that, wasn't, like, on stage or something. But it was it, it was understood to be popular. It was just yeah. not the, the main event. So, like, and, like, at some places it was more. At some places it was less. But, like, it is it is a niche. Um, more so than a lot of other games. More so than games like Blaze Blue or... Um, or the new Blaze Blue, or uh, or uh, Grand Blue, or you know, uh, uh, um, uh, what's that game called? Unist uh, Undernight. Like anime anime fighters were becoming yeah. like far bigger draws than Smash. And honestly, I, I think if I had to pick an outcome that I expect to happen from this, it's that Smash will just not be a competitive uh, fighting game game anymore. It'll simply be like game a game people play at parties, the way pe- most people understand and enjoy it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the alternative is sending in the cops. And, I mean, we've seen the problems with sending in the cops very, very underscored uh, Mm -hmm. in our country recently. Um, And, you know, despite the number of allegations and, like, uh, the severity of the allegations involved, I can't really, like, underwrite or co-sign people, you know, calling the LAPD or whatever about it. Um, yeah, it's even, not like I those mean, guys are going to make it better or, or the, make sure the, the right people get punished. Yeah. I mean, even the, even the video game cops, like even people who are, you're just like, okay, now you're the cops and you can kick people out. Like we're, we're deputizing you. Like that's not going to work either for yeah. the same reason. Like it's, it, at this point is it is, it is clearly a scene that is toxic and filled with like abuse of power. Yep. Um, speaking of which, um, Evo's canceled for this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and you know what? Like, it's it's a shame uh, that Evo's canceled. I think Evo is a really neat event. I think Combo we should, Breaker is a neat event. We should um, make they're... clear Evo's canceled because of its own pedophiles. Yes, running I, I was show. gonna I was gonna get there. <laughs> um, don't I was? Yeah. <laughs> it was my build up. You ruined oh, it. Wow. Um, no, I mean like it's a shame. Like, on one hand, it would have been very cool to see how they figured out a way around net play, right? And, like, there was already a lot of people thinking about this. There were already a lot of people who were, like, like, oh, I figured out this way to do, like, net play where there's, like, a uh, an imperceptible lag and, like, people were getting really excited. But, look, like, the reason this got canceled is exactly what John said. There's another sexual abuser in Evo, and it's a person who is at the top. It's yeah. one of the co like the co-owners, essentially, of Evo. Like, someone who's been there the whole time. And it's lots of accusations, and they are very credible, and it is not good. Um, and so Evo's not happening, and I don't – knowing people – so this is the weird thing about the fighting game community is that, like and, – and, you know, this is – he's maybe the most famous person in it, or they're the most famous person in it. Um, I think they're non-binary now, but um, – or have come out as non-binary. But um, 
uh, Sonic Fox mm-hmm. um, is is the most uh, famous person in fighting at this point um, outside of, you know, your, well, maybe, a, a, you know, tied with people like Daigo or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, or Alex Vaya I certainly think Sonic Fox has had the biggest imprint recently outside of that community. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, 100%. Like, if you, you can say to someone who just plays video games and is on Twitter, Sonic Fox, and they'll know it. Uh, if, if you're not, like, interested in competitive, like, Street Fighter competitive fighting games, you might not know Daigo. Yeah. Um, even though he's quite famous and all, or Justin Lin or whatever, right? But, like, um, it, it, I won't speak for everyone, but I feel comfortable saying that Sonic Fox was not going to Evo when those accusations came out. Yeah. Like, that's not a, like, that scene is pretty... That scene at least, and and I would have said before all this that it was, but that scene at least has the um, uh, pretense of caring about its community and caring about the different people in its community, caring about women, caring about people of color, caring about the kids in the community and stuff like that. And um, I feel like the people who that wasn't lip service for would not have gone, and that includes some huge draws. So, like, yeah, it can't go forward because, uh, you know, it has to stop at that point, but also I can't imagine they would have had any serious attendance. Yeah, I mean, and it's probably done going moving forward as like I, I'm Evo's big enough money for the people involved that they're going to try to do it again next year. By with yeah, without whole, that guy. Oh, we've changed and we've reformed and all of that stuff. But man, maybe some things deserve to die out of this. It <laughs> maybe might, it's yeah. time for another fighting game. I mean, maybe it's time for a whole lot of places. Uh, you know, tournaments, video game companies. I mean, just take a step back and shut some stuff down. Because honestly, I mean, like, what else? What else can we do about this? Pointing new people obviously doesn't seem to be working. The no. idea of, and you know, the idea of, oh well, the 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 cis men in the community need to get better about reporting it, or the company to get better about reporting it is is at this point appearing to be as much wishful thinking as the idea of good cops. Like, when do you see a, a story about a good cop? When he's been fired? When he's been sent away? Because, you know, if, if there are these, these mythical good men in the company, the, the power, more powerful bad men aren't going to let them stick around. Well, there was a great thread about this guy who was saying, like, yeah, look, I was a, I was a cop, and uh, I tried to... It's like, well, I was a cop, and uh, I spoke out because, like, my partner showed, like, extreme undue force mm-hmm. uh, against someone. And the person reporting said, like, you didn't really actually see that, right? That guy's a scumbag, and I kept going with it. And basically the whole story boiled down to this guy, like, tried to be the mythical good cop and was, um, like, bum-rushed out of the force and uh, ended up, like, being prosecuted twice and serving jail time because cops just wanted to, you know... Is that Adrian's school teacher or a different different cop? Because there's just so many examples of it. And it's just, like... Yeah, that's like because these these aren't like the the, the thing that isn't going to solve this isn't an in, like isn't going to be individuals deciding you know now is enough. This is structural. It's a it's a big structural problem, um, yeah. in these companies and in American society and in society in general at large. Uh, and it's been going on forever, and I'm kind of despairing at ever finding a way out of it that isn't a complete you know revolution yeah um i mean the the you know one of the things that i think is so alarming to me about the fighting game community being the center of this is that like not that i wouldn't have ever expected it right like i'm mm -hmm. not 
I, I think I think it's a I thought it was a good community. I don't think it's a good community anymore, but I thought it was a good community, right? Um, I think there are good people in the community. Obviously, the community mm-hmm. itself is a little rotten, uh, a lot rotten. Um, but the thing about the fighting game community is it's not big esports, right? Like it is, it is like openly not big esports. It won't, it doesn't do those sponsorships. It 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 stays fairly low key. A lot of the sponsorships are a little smaller, you know, you can make decent money at like the Capcom cup or Evo or whatever, but by and large, you're not going to get rich off of fighting game, uh, community stuff. Whereas, you know, you look at professional Dota or whatever, and you have these like mega sponsors, you have the extremely abusive, like houses, Mm -hmm. um, the stories about like how terrible these people are treated, how like, you know, toxic the scene is because it's all about money and like, you know, Robert Kraft and, all the people involved in it and everything, right? Um, so part of you, part of me, wanted to think like, well, fighting game communities are like that. That's the that's the that's the hope, right? That's like that's where you go if there's not a good esports scene. If it's like all just like badly run, uh, Overwatch League or a nightmare, Dota, um, and it's clearly not. Like I think. There's there's something about it where it's like, oh, that was like that was the one I thought might be good. That's I guess well, I none mean, of it's them are probably still relatively good in the sense that all the sh- like the th- stuff we know about the Dota and the um, uh, other the league community, the pro mm-hmm. league communities. That's with a network of managers that exist, and I mean, don't mean like game managers. I mean a managerial class. Oh yeah, from yeah, capital yeah, yeah, yeah. That exists Two. specifically to cover the stuff up. Oh right, yeah. At um, least yes, I I will say. I'm proud and like I I think it's cool and I give all support to the people who spoke up in the fighting game community. Like that is and I it shouldn't have to be said, but yep. let's just say it. Like that is cool, that is good, that is like hard to do and brave and like, you know, we believe all of them on this podcast. Like that's mm-hmm. not uh, in question. Not really question um, no. Yeah. Uh but yeah, like it's it's um the 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 fact of the matter is it's a shame like to see to see it like laid out that like no large community within gaming can be trusted is yep. like uh, and that's just what it is no community can be trusted moving forward i mean it, it probably should have already been in place that no large community could be trusted but no large community can be trusted moving forward period mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everything needs to be <laughs> like what what you, but if you don't trust people you can't form relationships is the thing well, you gotta like, trust people. Like, yeah, I mean, like, the... like we can say things like you can't trust these large communities, and you can, but because obviously, look at what's been going on. But you you can't experience but... life if you go through life with yeah, it's you it's... can't do there. There just can't be any more blind trust. Like there yeah. can't be there can't be people like me who go to these things and say it feels really nice here, right? Like I think it's oh, really that's nice still here. an insane thing to say. But like, I mean, it's... you have to then you have to then say like you know. I don't know. I don't know a lot about this or accept that like you are in a position where like, yeah, you know, I don't I don't know what's going on here. But from what I know, it seems nice. Like, I think there's I don't know. I think we just need to be a lot more cautious, which is like a bummer. Like it's a it it sucks, but it is. I don't know. It's kind of where we are. I just I I don't see the way out of the bind under capitalism. I don't see the way out. Like, I, I don't see. I, because that, as like, like you said, that was the supposed to be the example of everything being done correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. not I only mean, it did it like... fail, it failed spectacularly, spectacularly, uh, uh, with no redundancies that should have been there. Actually, like because like, 
there there was no community policing obviously there was no uh, we're not going to even get into this, this sky williams asshole um and his intersection with this scene um there there was just like you know just not just a failure but a uh, not just a failure of execution but a failure that disproved the concept mm, yeah that's a good way of putting it it like it is yeah it's it's sad like it, it just kind of like it's it's um it's sad that's all like yeah. I, I i don't know any other way to say it like it's just it i wish it i wish it could have been different um but at the same point uh i know that it isn't and like i am again 100 percent convinced that all of this is true and and no one's doing it for you know selfish reasons or anything and you know the scene that i liked has to be very much reconsidered and and probably destroyed um, All right, that's enough of that. Yeah, let's well, well, sort of. I mean, <laughs> should we touch on Twitch? Should we uh, touch on Ubisoft? I mean, should we touch on Christ? Uh, I mean, uh, I, 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 Chris I Avalon. Anything... Chris Avalon has been added yeah. as a sexual abuser. Uh, we, uh, grooming. I, I, I don't know. Uh, no, actually, excuse me. Not even mm-hmm. grooming. Um, no, just assault. Uh, sleeping just with uh, sleeping with uh, unconscious people. Yep. Date rape. He's a serial date uh, rapist. Yeah. He's a serial uh, date rapist. One of, yeah, one of the people I have cited many times as one of the best writers in video games mm-hmm. is a date rapist, which is. Um, and has been yeah, for uh, that, a decade, decade more than and, a decade. Yeah, something like that. And let's be clear that uh, that is more important than him being a good writer. Yep. Uh, that is more defining, and and it should be how we think of him. It is. Uh, it's bad. Um, it's not good. But again, like after everything we've learned about these places, I mean, are are we surprised? Right? No. Like, I mean, it seems uh, like not the same is, things is being to say. Like, this way, right? The thing is, I don't have anything new to say about. Like I, I've like, like we don't like. Yeah, there's only so many ways yeah, you we can, can go like, down look the at the same thing and say, "All right, the prescription is the same. It all must be destroyed. It all has yeah. to go." Yeah, um, I suppose that's right. Like, I mean, in almost every gaming community over the last two weeks, um, there has been some sort of uh, revelation along these lines, and there has been exactly the same responses, which is um, some like you know black and yellow uh, Reddit people. Are like um, you know by which uh, mean and capitalists? Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean and caps. I don't. I don't mean <laughs> racism. Uh, sorry, sorry. I mean and caps. Like uh, red brown is like people say that all the time. Yeah, I well, know what they mean. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, like and caps are like are like. Well, you know, it's a, it's a innocent until proven guilty. Like I, uh, I I I hope that we are extending blah 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 blah. And then there are people who are like, well, I don't care. I love video games. Like it doesn't matter to me. Uh, and then there are people who believe it, and then there's the person themselves who rarely ever says anything of substance. Um, look at Brandon Stroud, for instance, yeah. uh, in in our other uh, me and John's other world of sports writing. Yeah. Um, uh, very famous wrestling blogger or very notable yeah. wrestling blogger uh, outed as basically the worst person uh, and and an abuser, mental, uh, physical, all sorts of terrible things. Um, and his apology was just like, "Wow, I really got to think about this and work on myself." <laughs> Like, well, uh, technically that's, true. That's, um, but that's all that happens, yeah. right? You get people who deny it, you get people who believe it, and then you get the person themselves who says, um, you know, my bad, um, I have a lot of learning to do, uh, 
you know, they do what Deshaun Jackson did about uh, <laughs> quoting Hitler. Except it wasn't Hitler, but he thought it was Hitler. So, you know, he thought like... it was, yeah. <laughs> but instead of everyone in the world being like, I don't know, Deshaun, that doesn't really seem like enough to, after one quotes Hitler, everyone is just like, well, thank goodness Chris Avalon says, like, he needs to do some hard thinking. Oh, Avalon is done in the industry. I mean, don't know for sure, but like, it, Reddit guys are, Reddit guys suck, but. They seem to have less and less influence as time goes on. Yeah, but I mean, you, you, you get the point. Like yep. this is this is the same thing that happens every time, and like it is, it's why when something like the Doctor Disrespect thing happens, everyone jumps to. Do we still not know what we is haven't up talked with about Dr. this? Uh, what? Let me let me see. Oh, I think it, I think I think it ended up that I stopped checking Slasher about this, but uh, um, I'm pretty sure it was a. Um, I'm pretty sure Twitch found out about his like his merger with like ninja and all those I people going to google i knew it i knew you fucked up a business deal see this is yeah, the only I'm pretty one sure it was that everyone thought when dr disrespect was banned from twitch that it was that you know maybe like federal charges or something were incoming because twitch yes. was yes. doing legal things so there's a difference between when a company cuts ties to someone and when a company you know knows litigation is incoming because when a company knows litigation is in, incoming the lawyers get involved and everything shuts down, everything goes away, and people say nothing. And that's what happened, what happened when uh, Dr. Disrespect got removed. People were like, oh, my God, like, are, has everybody lawyered up? Has What has he been doing? What has he been doing in there? Um, and as 48 hours – as soon as 48 hours had passed and, like, the as FBI the hadn't show, taken – show 48 hours. Yeah, it. as soon as, like, a couple of days had passed and the FBI hadn't descended on his compound or something um, – it became pretty clear that what Dr. Disrespect had done was fuck up a business deal. Um, I believe that is ultimately – you know what? You keep talking. I'm going to check uh, um, uh, sla at Slasher, um, mm -hmm. who, who is a, a mutual, but I don't know much about him, Rod Breslow. I've also heard he's not a nice person, but then yeah, I don't I've know heard. anything about him. Yeah. Um, but he definitely has the best information. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like – Let's see. Uh, Ninja deleted TikTok. Um, you keep going. Apparently, PewDiePie has gotten in on this nonsense. He's looking quite fascist these days with that ridiculous beard of his. Um, Always has been. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if, if you don't know who Doctor Disrespect is, he's in, he's a he's the theatrical guy who cheated asshole. on his wife and then made it a bit. Yeah. Uh, also he, got in trouble for filming people in a bathroom. Yeah, he thought it would be good. He's a, he's a dumbass clown, basically. And I mean clown in the performative sense. He's a performer who clowns. Um, and uh, he's, made a very, he's made a very lucrative career out of it. Um, there was a, a clip going around of him, like, seeing something on his phone and shutting down his Twitch stream early in a panic right before he got banned. And that was like it was crazy. Almost it was certainly like... a, that, that was almost certainly a bit of him clowning um, for the camera, as he always does. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it appears, at least from what I'm, I've, uh, it, in, it happened in the context of a bunch of uh, Twitch streamers going to like Mixer or something a while back, and then Mixer getting shut down. Yeah, um, I think the the going rumor at this point. There's still no confirmation. Geez. Um, someone said, this, someone wrote five hours ago, I've been really patient, but it's been two weeks. WTF happened to Dr. Disrespect, please, at Slasher. Um, but, uh, but it sounds like, uh, the, the rumor is that Ninja and Shroud and Dr. Disrespect are starting a, or like, 
in on a streaming platform mm. uh, together with Google or by themselves or whatever. Like sort of like I think everyone's theory is that they're doing a Miami Heat, right? Yeah. Um, and they're doing a not one, not two, but not three. Getting all the stars uh, together and going for the championship. Is what exactly. That yeah, yeah, yeah. For our non-sports yeah. listeners. Come on, everyone knows about the Miami. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're doing a Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 um, yeah, I don't know. Like it's it is like. I think that's probably right. I think he screwed up a business deal. I think he was probably doing a work at the end of that thing. Like, yeah, all, all of that. Like, that's just him. But also, because of this community, like, would you have been shocked? No, not in the slightest. If it was otherwise? No. Like, no, of course you wouldn't have. Like, it would have been, like, completely predictable. You would have been like, oh, yeah, like, I guess I shouldn't be so surprised that he is, like, a pedophile or whatever. Right? Like, that's just, like, that is literally the community that, um, unfortunately, we are are – well, we're reporting on it. I don't know if I'd say we're part of it, but like yeah. in as much as we're part of anything we're part of, like it's, it is, that's just, that is what it is. Like it just like not nice people doing terrible things. Uh, and that's what you have to assume. It's, it's rough. It sucks. Yeah. Um, enough to make you want to stay in your house even after the quarantine has ended. <laughs> quarantine being over, John, you're funny. Yeah, um, I can't even imagine it. Uh, you want to talk about the Jokerified letter? Yeah, let's get to some fun stuff before, they, before we wrap. I have one, to go. I think we have one fun thing. Yeah, we have two. We have the Yoko Taro oh. interview. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of fun, yeah. Uh, so Ken Levine, uh, the creator of the Bioshock series and some other stuff, um, but he's mostly well-known for the Bioshock series. Uh, I believe he only he, he wrote one and infinite and 2 was farmed out to a different studio in the 2K. That's why everyone loves 2. 2 uh, is the best one. Um, like, I unironically think 2 is the best Bioshock. I've never uh, played it. I, I've never played Infinite either. I've only ever played 1. I, I just got done playing Infinite. Uh, I have to finish up a, a retrospective on it, actually, tonight at some point. It's a um, truly cursed thing for you to say, but yeah. okay. All right, so Ken Levine was doing a uh, like a chat of some kind, with Mark Cerny, who is the PlayStation 5's uh, big point man for explaining the tech and the dev process. He's high up in the in Sony's uh, R&D section, and, you know, he's also their, their press guy. Uh, we love hearing from those guys. He they was, always say very interesting things. Yeah, he was the guy who was on that stream, uh, I don't know if you remember it, about, like, three months ago, two months ago, where they were just doing the, the PlayStation 5 specs. But this was right uh, after yeah. lockdown had started. So instead of an audience, they had, like, photoshopped in fake audience members, sort of like an MST3K. Oh, yeah. But it had, those were, they were just, like, fake silhouettes that were sitting there. Wow, I had there completely forgotten Listening to Mark. It was surreal. And he was, like, and obviously he was going on and on about this crazy new technology, most of which I didn't understand. Uh, tetraflops were in there. Uh, there was this weird discussion of like ear technology about how it was like the the headphones were going to read your ears and create an oral profile for you, uh, which I'm awful. dubious about that actually making it into the final product. But we'll see. Anyway, this is about Ken Levine. Ken Levine was giving a uh, one of these online talks because uh, everything's online now because of uh, quarantine uh, about his process and about his story writing. Um, and I'll, let me just uh, let me. Let me find. Let me find. You're gonna pull up those the quotes. quotes. The quotes. It's great. Here quotes. it is. All right. Here, here's the here's the real here, here's the real insight. Here's the real juice from Ken Levine. 
sometimes I actually have to step back and say, you need to cool the jets for a while because it's going to lead to other things. You're going to start getting cranky. You're going to start getting difficult and annoyed at the people around you. I learned that. And that's fine. That's fine advice. That's a totally reasonable thing. I wonder where he's going to take this. Probably somewhere reasonable. Yes, here we go. You don't come up with amazing things that nobody has ever said before by being completely normal. Yes. You do it by being a little off, a little bit strange. It makes me strange because I have to go to strange places. Man, this is yeah. the guy who's that's right. Big project in the cultural um, headspace was that slave revolts are just as bad as um, white supremacist chattel slavery because oh, what are you triggered by that snowflake? Triggered by uh, yeah. Um, and you know, I replayed I've never Bioshock. Said that out it's very powerful feeling. You should try it sometime. It's like uh, Bioshock Infinite is like it's like a sort of like a Disney ride when you go back through it. Uh, it's complete with its own Disney princess and Elizabeth, uh, mm. and she is designed like a Disney princess. Her eyes are just a little bit too big, uh, joints and limbs a bit too bird-like and small, um, waist obviously. Um, there were there were original photos or release captures of what Elizabeth looked like in the original builds of the game. And it's very like you know low cut corset, va va voom, large cup size. You know, the, the mm-hmm. usual video game babe works. And they, they brought it back to the point where now she, when you run into her in the game, uh, she eventually ends up in the corset, of course. But when you run into her in the Naturally, game... Naturally, you code that in, you use it. Yeah. You know, when you run into her in the game, she looks more like Belle from okay. Beauty and the Beast. Um, which, I th- one, I think was is one of the few actually interesting parts of the game, of the game decision is what they did with Elizabeth in terms of visual design. Mm-hmm. Um, but... For most of that game, she's running around saying, "Wow, these sides—they're the both si- both sides—they're really the same, aren't they, Booker?" And it's like th- <laughs> this is what you had to jokerify yourself to do, like to throw in like references to Pol Pot and uh, these these crazy fantasies about scalping, and um, maybe the most. See, I want to give Bioshock Infinite credit because it didn't really pull its punches on its display of white supremacy, especially in 2013 when the game went out. Um, it was re- willing to basically do anything but drop the N-word um, mm-hmm. to show you what white supremacy was like. It did it without any black characters, though. <laughs> like, it was all just white people being horrible about black people who are off-screen. Right. And in a way, that's that's better than having them on screen, having them being whipped and whatever. Uh, and there is a there is a rather famous... There is a whipping scene, isn't there? There's a stoning scene. That's what there okay. is at the very beginning. There is no whipping scene. Uh, at least not that I recall. I, I just finished a playthrough. Uh, yeah, the, 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 the big moment, the big keystone moment is you go to a fair, like this like idyllic white supremacy fair, um, where it's hyper-nationalistic. The founders are worshipped as gods. There's this... <laughs> kind of funny statue of like a big buff Benjamin Franklin, sort of like a Ben Garrison cartoon. Okay. Um, okay. And it's just like this, this like Athenian god body with um, Benjamin Franklin's like dopey head put on top of it. And he's shirtless, of course. Um, of course. Naturally. Anyway, so you go, pa- you go past this, this like fever dream 50, uh, not, not, not 50s. Uh, well, it's 50, it's like the 50s plus 
like the just the idea of the antebellum, like the pre-war um, mm-hmm. thing, because the game takes place in 1912, but it's obviously it takes place in a flying city, so the technology is a bit more advanced than we had that in 1912. And 1912's actual you just don't want to hear about it, yeah. Tesla had it. So it's this it's this weird industrial revolution mixed with... Uh, there's a lot of... Like, every age that re- American reactionaries have been nostalgic for is wrapped up into one with Columbia, which I think is one of the strong points of its conception, because it's completely ahistorical. It, nothing in mm-hmm. it ever existed. None of the things that it mixed together ever existed but they, except as dreams in the minds of people living 50 years later uh, than those dates. Uh, so it's like it doesn't mix actual 1950 with actual uh, 1864. It mixes what lost causers think 1864 is with what uh, you know old aging white supremacists in the 80s or whatever in 90s thought the 50s were. That right, sort of sure. thing. Uh, and I thought that was one of the one of the good things about its presentation. Uh, anyway, so you get through this fair and you're you go to this lottery. Uh, and the lottery is weird. Like there's a there's a carnival barker who turns out to be one of the game's sub bosses. This guy named Fink. Um, it was like doing an he's auctioning off the the right to throw a ball at something. And you don't know what that something is. Um, and you you of course get the winning ball. You get to throw the the first pitch because they're baseballs. And they open up the curtains and it's a interracial couple, a white man and a black woman being. Um, who are tied up, being pushed forward on like a like a a dice, a raised platform, um, and it's it, and it starts playing like a the wedding song theme, uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. because this is the, their wedding, and obviously you're supposed to kill them at it, um, right? Okay. Because you, what's actually happening here, of course, is that you're going to stone them, these people to death or with baseballs. Um, okay. And that was that's you know it's a really that's like. Bam! Right there, you're in it. You got an exact idea of what these people are in the grimmest way possible. Um, sure. What they're capable of. What the difference is between the charm and you know um, urbaneness of their appearance and the actual brutality and unregulated violence of their actions. Uh, all in one really uncomfortable package. Uh-huh. And then the. And then it turns into an action set piece as Booker, you know, punches the one cop and, you know, guts the other cop with his ridiculous um, hook blade that he uses to ride around um, <laughs> these. There's these rails that go around the city, like, and that you can, like, uh, you know when you go down a zip line um, sure. in games? Uh, I've heard you've about You've got, like, uh, yes. that, that little ratchet thing yeah, that they sure. put on it so that sometimes of allows course. you to go up and down it without, like, burning the shit out of your hands. You get one of those for these, like, rails that are going all around the city, and it's a major gameplay element, but it looks goofy as fuck, and obviously, as you just could tell, it's very jarring to explain or, like, understand, because it's, you know, basically what you've got is, like, a motor with three, like, meat hooks on it, and it's your melee weapon as well, so you just have these gruesome melee kills where you shove it in someone's brain and then turn it on and you know, rips their head off. Um, and so, like, the the game doesn't actually let you choose, because this is a, a, the big joke about Bioshock Infinite from Ken Levine's. Uh, and I, I, I don't know if he's ever really addressed this, but I assume that this is, like, his big brain pitch, is that it's a game about choice that has no actual choices in it. Yeah, sure. Um, 
you get to choose whether to throw the baseball at the couple or the announcer, but you get interrupted by the game starting basically uh, before mm-hmm. you actually get to choose the the uh, see what what you would have done there because what you have to do everything you do is preordained sort of because um, it's a video game. Uh, but yeah, no, that's sort of what he's talking about, and it it's daring stuff, but it's not very like crazy Joker-fied stuff. <laughs> well, he seems to think. Yeah, it. and he, he seems to think it, it's taken it to some dark places. And he, um, let's see, what what else do we have here? Makes me strange. Sometimes you have to push past that point, and he's talking about the, the, the jokerfication point, um, yeah, sure. and make something outrageous and ridiculous and then pull it back. But if you don't go to the outrageous and the ridiculous, you don't know where the boundary is. You've got to go past it, and you'll tell people things. They're going to look at you like you're insane, and then you'll bring it back to something you can actually accomplish. Whoa. Which is an interesting way of describing being told, uh, Ken, we can't do that. Ken, no, Ken, can't do that. It's, Ken's doing like the lamest possible version of uh, of like w- the stories you hear about uh, people telling Todd Howard like extreme things about um, how um, how the this uh, the third uh, Morrowind how Morrowind was going to be. So he would be like, "No, scale it back." So they'd do something still crazy, and he'd be like, "Wow, that's way less crazy." Like that's funnier. That this is just terrible. <laughs> it makes me sad. Yeah. Uh... So, I mean, that's right. basically what I've got there. I've actually got to run. Um, yeah, uh, 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 quick, what are you playing? That's what I've been I'll... playing, Bioshock Infinite. Okay. And I've been playing uh, Shin Megami Tensei 4, which um, I'll just gonna, I'm going to say is very good. It's good. All right, John. Well, I'm going to let you go. All right. Um, and uh, let's talk again soon. Yes, yeah, so we're back on schedule. We'll be doing this again next Woo-hoo. week. Sounds good. All right, good night, All right talk soon. Later. Night. <laughs>